Hey kids, how the hell you doing? It's your old pal Gorag the Slayer, Esquire. Tonight's broadcast, whoa, <coughs> podcast is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Do you make your own custom pin-on buttons? If not, you should. It's really easy. You draw a circle, you put anything in there you want. You can even do it in a Word document if you're unable to comprehend your basic Adobe suite that's out. Anyway, you like something, put it in a circle, and send it to LoneStarButtons.com. They'll be able to make that shit into a button. I think the minimum order's 25 or some, some weird... Whoa, what the hell was that? Uh-oh. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Man, Demon Piss really does short out electrical equipment, electronic equipment, recording equipment. Pretty much any equipment you got, Demon Piss will take care of it. As I was saying, Lone Star Buttons offers great prices, they're very easy to work with, mention Revenge of the World, and get some buttons thrown in for free. I know that was a lot to handle, but I've got even more news. They don't just do buttons. They also make magnets. Yes, gather your senses. Magnets. They also do two and a quarter inch cocaine mirrors for you lightweights out there that can't do regular rails as long as dollar bills. Not the real kind, the fake kind, the big ones. Anyway, they also make bottle openers. So, cocaine, beer, I've heard they go well together, can't really say for sure. LoneStarButtons.com doesn't provide the drugs or the alcohol. They just give you the facilities to do what you want recreationally. Hopefully it's not a hardcore problem. Hopefully you have enough cash in your pocket to make the minimum order. Anyway, I'm getting off track. To get in touch with Lone Star Buttons, you can email info at LoneStarButtons.com or you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, who will be a guest on next week's podcast. Call him at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gorag sent you and you want to suck on his hairy tits. Also, tell him how much you like these fucking commercials. Maybe he'll kick in a few bones for some advertising. You never know. The show's also brought to you by Jessica Martinez, agent of insurance. Call Jess Martinez at 713-298-1985 and let her quote you for any insurance you might have other than health insurance. She can quote auto insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, and life insurance. I just took out a policy on Mr. Dieter for $12 million. <sighs> Crossing those fingers. Anyway, give her a call. Let her quote you. Save yourself some money. That being that, and this being this, coming to you pre-recorded live from Atomic Age Studio in beautiful Pasadena, Texas, it's the Revenge of the World podcast with your host, Gabriel, Google Me Dieter, Mike, The Rodriguez, and Chris, The American Psycho Steininger. Right this minute. So you said hit record. So I hit record. <clears throat> oh, we just got our first uh, notification on the phone that's <laughs> on <laughs> on the silent and vibrate. Yes. Uh... Here we go. Did it? Hey, there we go. All right. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to episode 106 of the podcast. You know where you are. Uh, I'm here tonight with bitchin' Mike Rudder. Just kidding. 
Mike the Rodriguez. Force of heaven. And uh, Chris the American Psycho Steininger. So that stuck. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's all I know you oh, by. Oh, I, don't, okay. I don't know about your other friends. Okay, right on. Uh, what's going on? What's up, dude? Not much. Not I haven't much. seen you in like a week, me? four days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, in the last four. I have only one story because my life is boring as shit, and it's not even really my story. But anyway, uh, Thursday night, my girlfriend went to go see her friend over in South Houston. That's with a capital S, South Houston. Uh huh. And from the same place we got our little buddy Cricket a couple years ago, where it was a family of dogs eating out of the trash. Yeah. And bless her soul, she uh, brought them in her car, went to a friend's house to get a crate to hold all of them. You don't have to look at me. I'm in the same yeah. room. <laughs> You're talking to them. <laughs> I'm talking to you. <laughs> Through a microphone. And is then Cricket she, a cat? Uh, Cricket's a dog. A dog. Okay. Need Pretty a point cute of dog. Okay, cool. He was. No, he still is, but he's not with us. <clears throat> oh, okay. We, we gave him out. Anyway, brought it home, gave him some expensive drugs to kill off the fleas, and then next day we took him to an animal rescue out in uh, Galveston County. So that was fun. Took him home. Little, sweet little puppies. They were they were so cute. And I was like, yeah, we can't keep them. I, I was trying to. She wanted to keep one. I was like, well, if we get, get rid of the cat, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, not that I despise cats now, because I am a, kind of a cat person. But just living without a cat for so many months and not having to deal with litter box. And then getting the cat oh, reintroduced, yeah. and you're yeah. like, oh, it always big, smells. That's a big deal. Yeah, always smells. Mm-hmm. It never doesn't smell. Nope. And as soon as you clean it, they take a fresh shit because they know that it smells good. They were mm-hmm. waiting. They yeah. were waiting. Yeah. My one of mine waits. It's like, are you going to be done anytime soon? I'm like, I'm going to close the door. So I took yeah. these sweet, sweet little puppies. This little. How many were there? There were three puppies, and the one could be the mom. I think she was a Maltese mix. Oh wow! And they were just wiry haired terriers, about that big little sons of guns um so yeah that was that was my exciting week since last week awesome what about you chris you haven't been here in a while <laughs> sorry there's there's like 10 times more cables and uh yeah it's like a, it's like a high-tech ordeal now I it's gotta, like if we had an umbrella film, over here with light behind it there's so, like a crazy. film studio without any uh film people. i know it was weird I was, like, I was like, there's no trained like, professionals in here. It's all right, though. It's a nice setup. I like it. It's come a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I've been listening the whole time. I watch when I can, but yeah, you guys are still doing as good as you ever were. So I like Thank it a you, lot. Sir. Yeah. So <clears throat> now just, I mean, let's, let's see. It's been about what, four months? Yeah. About that. Four months, five months, I want to say. Since what? The last time, like, you said 50 had, something, that was about a year. No, I mean, since no. I've had like any like genuine contact oh. with you guys, not not been <laughs> yeah. on here, but yeah, yeah, no, it's been almost a year since I've, <clears throat> yeah, we we texted for a little bit there, yeah, yeah, no, I moved and uh, I got a dog, so I got a pit bull, which nice, yeah, but for insurance purposes, I just tell people it's a mixed terrier. Oh, okay. <laughs> when they're like, call, oh, it's cute, call. and I'm like, yeah, no, it, it, she'll lick you to death, but she's she's really good, so yeah, just. Being more daddish, I guess, took my kid to his first concert this weekend. So he went to see Against Me and Green Day. So, because my wife's favorite band is Green Day, because I married a woman who's stuck fought, in the 90s. You fought Green Day? It. Against Me and Green Day? Yeah. Bad joke. Bad, bad joke. <laughs> that came in low. It's uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, what was crazy was, because um, I'm taking him to see Flogging Molly on the 22nd. Because I'm damn. going to see, well, I'm, but I'm going to see. 
cattle decapitation tomorrow. It's not like he can go see that. <laughs> okay. That's at House of Blues. That's going to be a rough show. Uh, but um, going to wear bags on your shoes? <laughs> <laughs> Just wear my docks. That's rough. Just not the red ones. Um, so he liked the concert, but my problem was, because it's been a long time since I've been to like a AAA concert. And so Ashley was like, oh, I'll get the tickets. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. She used StubHub. Which I thought it's like four hundred dollars. It was three hundred dollars for three tickets. Jesus Christ! (laughs) They were great seats, but I was like, "What in God's name did you did you sell a kidney?" You know, because it was crazy. But then the thing is, is and I've noticed this now too, um, because my flogging Molly tickets they have flogging Molly date and time and price. When they come through a company like that, they just show you where they are and where they're having it. There's no price on the actual ticket. Mm -hmm. So I was like, "Oh crap! Are they going to take these at the door?" But they do. It wasn't. A big deal, but I was like, since when does Green Day charging like U two money? That was nuts. So that's just aftermarket, like it's. Oh uh, well, the the stub hub fee per ticket was only seven fifty. So no, they were already egregious to begin with. So it was it was like less than ten dollars service fee for the stub hub. There was still the original service fees of like okay. eighteen fifty. Which are crazy in and of themselves, but I was but like, still even, they're, they're charging like seventy bucks a ticket. Yeah. Yeah, like the nosebleeds were there. And here's the crazy thing. They played Toyota Center. It was not sold out. Damn. Mm-hmm. So that's my thing. It was, it was, they're going to make up for that and pay for the, tour it was on bus. a sun, it was on a Sunday night. So it was a weird night to have a concert, you know. And I've always grown up with the whole, like, if you go to see a band, you don't wear the name. Like, you don't, if I'm going to a Green Day, like, I would not wear that to a Deftone show. I would not wear this to a Havoc show. You know, you wear something else or just nothing at all. Everybody, how about a plain black v neck? There you go. But here's the crazy thing not only (laughs) were they wearing to the darkness of of the crowd, they were wearing the literal shirts that they had just bought for $35 a piece before they came into the venue. I mean, they all had on the whatever the name of the newest album is. I don't even know what it is. I just just took one for the team and was like, but but against me was great. I actually like them a lot, so that was that was a good show, but. I fucked up royally by taking my son to see them at Cactus Records beforehand because, like we were saying pre-show or whatever, I was explaining the whole transgender aspect of the lead singer to my son. So then when she said, oh, yeah, the first band I ever saw when I was 14 years old was Green Day. Isn't that awesome? And I was like, Kiernan, did you hear that? His first concert he ever went to was Green Day. And like the bassist and just, he's a woman. And the bassist just <laughs> looked at me like, motherfucker, don't you? And I was like, I'm not going to talk anymore. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let this guy who's a real big fan have his guitar sign. Let's go son. <laughs> I was just Jeez. like, damn it. So I screwed it up, but luckily no one caught it other than the really attentive uh, bass player. But yeah, it was a pretty cool show, but God, it was expensive. Crazy. Flogging nice. Molly, guess how much? $12 a ticket. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Because they've been around for don't, 20 years. Don't tell me that shit's 20 bucks. No, I was like, dude, why are these? I was like, so expensive. I don't know what your hand's doing, bro. I had a great weekend, guys. Uh, How are you doing, sir? God damn. 106 episodes. <laughs> They're always the first episode. I miss Brennan. That's all I gotta say. Ouch. I'm just well, at kidding. least it wasn't all my fault. No, uh, I did my first toy convention. Uh, it wasn't a toy convention. It was a toy show. But... Uh, it was fucking crazy. You didn't like, cosplay as your favorite toy? No, I did. <laughs> as a seller, great. right? You didn't. Yeah, just yeah. Go yeah. No, as a seller, as a seller yeah, right. I've never, I've never done that before. I've done like, you know, other kinds of stuff for zines and artwork, but uh, 
never toys. So I got all the shit out of my closet and took it up there and spread it all out over a table Ooh. and uh, gave some some dudes a good deal. And they were like, we don't take the, dildos. This is a toy show. <laughs> you, get, you get the big uh, I think I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> Wait, that's um, next door. But it was cool because I've been to those shows and I've always, like, sometimes I'll negotiate for a price. And uh, if the guy's pretty cool, he'll he'll give me a few bucks off. And uh, this time I got to be the cool guy and, and give, you know, collect fellow collectors deals on stuff. So that was fun. Um, I thought you were going to say that you were going to be a jerk and be like, no deal for you. <laughs> no deal. Uh, no, I didn't tell anybody no deal. Uh, my stuff was pretty cheap already. Did you come? Um, did you leave with less than you showed up with? I oh, my God. I I got screwed. Uh, I sold, <laughs> I think I sold $250 worth of stuff, and I came home with $50. Because you turned out <laughs> Or no, no, I came, I came home with 100 I think, yeah. So and, you did uh, end up buying some stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. a bunch of shit. One of which is that. That thing's cool. I like that. 60s Aurora model of Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyatt. It's pretty fun. Anyway, uh, shout out to Gulf Coast Toy Show if anybody's watching or listening. I, I did give out some... It was a good uh, show? Yeah, yeah, it was great. I, I gave out some uh, podcast business cards. Ooh. So uh, hopefully we got a couple listeners. <laughs> um, oh, other man. than that, I don't have much. Oh, yeah. Uh, update from the shout out I gave uh, last week. I went to go see Renee Cruz's uh, oh, show. Yeah. Uh, it was at the Art Palace. I thought it was going to be closer to where um, Warhouse was, but it's up further north. It's right next to Midtown. I mean, I was literally 10 blocks from my work or so. And uh, it was good. It was cool. I saw a lot of cool stuff and I talked to him for a little bit and then he started getting bombarded with people. I'm like, alright, I'm out of here. Uh <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he had. He basically said it was last minute. Somebody said, "Hey, you want to be in the show?" And he's like, "Sure." And then he spent the next couple of weeks churning out the primo stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I was at his. Uh, he had a wedding party at his house, and um, I was looking at his new stuff, and he got these crazy markers that draw at an insanely thick line width, and uh, it's just crazy. Yeah. Like, everything's one line. I don't, I don't know. I didn't go to the show, so I don't know what was there, but he had a couple of his pieces hanging up in his yeah. house, and I just assume it was that technique that he used. I think so, yeah. It, it was... Um, the majority of the work out there was his uh, blind drawing series. Yeah. So, And then there was a couple of uh, ones where it looked like he kind of crinkled up some paper, did, like, a, a spray paint, of faces and then uncrinkled the paper to where there's now gaps, gaps yeah, of yeah. white oh, okay. and different shapes and all that. That's cool. That's pretty cool. So his show's up for a couple more weeks, right? Yes. Where is At it? Art Palace. It's on Main Street. I don't have the exact address on me. But if you look up Art Palace Houston, it will come up. They'll figure it out. Yes. Um, Not Art Place. The art uh, place. It's weird, man. I mean, I was, I was obviously involved in prepping for the toy show that's why i didn't go to the art show but uh i noticed between the toy show on saturday and the wedding party on sunday i got shy <laughs> does that happen 
like in these different uh, situations, uh, I don't know, man. You guys, did you, you know? Guys ever you talking about like, at at his party? You were shy. I felt a little socially awkward. You, uh, did you know most of the people there? No, that I, I have, knew a few of them. That but, may have something to do with it. Yeah, but at the toy show, I didn't know anybody, and I was like talking and getting along with everybody. It was weird. See, I feel like like when a weekend comes along from like Friday until Sunday, <clears throat> I only have like so much socialness in me. Yeah, and so you have to like divvy it up. So yeah, if yeah, I go out, that makes sense. Like um. Yeah. Like I went and saw David uh, Hankins band play oh, a couple really? weeks ago at in at the engine room. Something no satellite bar. God, I just <laughs> dated myself. Jesus Christ! Like the engine room I went back. Around. I went back to 1986 and saw a concert. Wow. No, uh, I went to satellite bar and saw him, uh, and then my Twilight Pilot. Yeah. And so I was there for probably about four and a half hours, and I needed like all day Saturday to get ready for having to go be social at a family thing on Sunday. And even on Sunday, I was just kind of like, mm, okay. it's like after a while, I'm just kind of like, okay, I've reached my having to talk to people yeah. quota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done. And yeah, like, how long were you at the toy show versus six how, hours? How long were you at the wedding party? Uh, An hour. <clears throat> I think you had more time to warm up to, uh, so, I mean, I guess when you first got there, you weren't as forthcoming. So at and the toy you, show? Yeah. Um, like you had to warm up. It was it was a it was a gradual yeah. thing because when I got there there was nobody but toy dealers oh, and yeah. then eventually it got super crowded and busy and then you know then I went to a party where it was just weird I, I felt which one did you feel like you were more in your element fucking toy show see there you go like, see, you're answering your like, own questions right, right there, there yeah you know? you're all the same yeah there oh, you go. it's weird mm-hmm. uh, I study human stuff every <laughs> there you once go. In a while. Uh, you want to go with some news since that's <laughs> apparently all we have tonight? <laughs> it's all good. We all know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends. The Bats Bros battle in Indiana, an Indiana apartment complex. Bear this, brawl. The story is fucking ridiculous. Battle in a bear brawl. Yeah, but I battle also, in the buff is what I, it was called on the headline. Yeah. I, uh, so let me give you just an overview. Uh, Noah and Timothy um, bats. 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 Yeah. Uh, both in their early twenties. Uh, Brothers. Brothers were arrested <laughs> for fucking. Okay, what what were their charges? Uh, they were naked. They were naked. Public indecency. Yes. Uh, damage to public and private property because yes. they got on top of cars. And <laughs> were, they were attacking people. So. Uh, yeah, bodily harm. Yeah, yeah. Because then there was that one lady where that lady got punched, punched in the forehead. In the forehead. <laughs> oh my god! And uh, the kicker, they got arrested for incest. They got oh, charges yeah. for incest. They started oh, making out. They, yeah, they. Yeah. So, so they arrested these guys. There was like, but maybe I, I they don't knew, know how long it lasted. Maybe they knew fence guy, and they didn't start making <laughs> oh, out until, until they were probably on the same mushrooms. Yeah, but see, and that's what I don't get. They said it was 
mushrooms and weed. And, weed. and I was like, no, hold no, on, wait, no, point gotta, of reference. You gotta wait for the blood test. I was like, back. yeah, I want to see some talk screens because I call bullshit on what they I were. find yeah. it weird to say there was a green substance and it could be weed. I'm like, why don't you know for sure? Why doesn't anyone? Unless it's, it's that man-made shit. That, salvia. That, that, that yeah. stuff's making people do wacky shit. That's it's the like only salvia thing and do. spray paint. Yeah, because I heard like shrooms. Yeah, and, they <laughs> started yelling in their own apartment. There was clothes thrown everywhere blood, blood on the walls yeah stuff yeah. smashed and then they brought insane. it outside and then when people try to say what are you doing they're like i'm gonna kill you and they that attacked does, that's not a pothead man they've been <laughs> like hey come no in way. we're watching the, the big lebowski come on man they ate all of the meth in all, the all, all the edible <laughs> edibles meth <sighs> edibles that was the only part of that i was like when they said the drugs i was like i call bullshit it's got to be something else. That's bath salty in behavior. Yeah, That's not, exactly. That is not bath pot. salt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck. I, why couldn't they follow up on the story in <laughs> oh, the no, article? Because you clicked. You're good. They're done. There'll be dumb shit to click on tomorrow. That's why. There's no follow through. There no needs substance. to be an update because I want to know. That toxicology. I want to know what they talked about when they got out of jail. If they got out of jail. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why do you pretty awkward? Like oh yeah, them, like yeah. the come down. They're just like, dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry, your junk touched my junk while we were making. Oh out. my god, fucking ridiculous! I didn't mean to bite your tongue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next story. <laughs> Let's move on to something a little more positive. Uh, South African Chris Burtish uh, crossed the Atlantic on a stand-up paddleboard. Sup? That's cool as shit. Literal sup? I that s- that thing is a badass. I saw uh, I saw a picture mm-hmm. and I read the headline and then I looked at the picture and then I read the headline and then I looked at the picture. <laughs> it's not a le- it's not like what I have in my garage. Like, I have a paddleboard. That's not that's not exactly a exactly your that is a one man submarine is what that thing. Was. It's like a it's like a uh, it's like a lifeboat mm-hmm, almost. pretty much. Uh, but okay, just think of the, this shit. This is the solar powered, same yeah, ocean. It has a had, cabin. He could go down. It has a cabin for him to sleep. But I mean, <clears throat> would you go in the middle of the ocean with this perfect storm? Oh, in this no. Little, yeah. So I'm like, no, that, that's balls. The right dude's there. got balls. Definitely. Oh, yeah, no, totally. And he still had to actually. Took, he took was, him 93 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he, they said he did the equivalent of a, uh, a marathon a day. Right. In distance. It was uh, with his shoulders. From Morocco to Antigua. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if that's in the um, Beach Boys song. Should be. I, I think it is. The Morocco, second. The second one. Is. <laughs> the second one. Is. I don't think they went to Morocco. Uh, uh, but. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's it. And then he also broke a record uh, on one of his days. He went like seventy-one miles in one day, and right. he broke a record for traveling the farthest in one day too. but he's also i mean he's a world-renowned surfer he's because i've heard of this dude before he's dropped in he because he surfed mavericks three years ago and i wanted they didn't say in the article but i think i read in surfer magazine the wave was a 64 foot wave because what they do is one time a year every year when it goes off billabong pro has a surf competition where uh everybody gets to wherever the hell it is and that year it was at mavericks they get a thousand dollars for every foot if they can pull it off so they got sixty four thousand dollars for dropping in on that wave it was like a 14 second ride wow. was done. and this is paddle in too this isn't like the where you see them get towed in jet with, ski. with jet skis yeah. they have to actually paddle in and go nice. so he he's a beast all around and he was doing this for charity yeah he was doing it to raise money to build a hospital mm-hmm. and other things he a school like and a, a hospital. good dude yep. what a good guy what a good dude um 
radioactive boars in Fukushima thwart <sighs> plans to go home. Oh, yes. All right, where do we get started here? <laughs> uh, Six years ago, <laughs> there was a small yet steady <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nuclear disaster. Uh, so they evacuated. They had to put pretty much anybody living there. They had to get out of there. And so they did this, and then animals came in and said, Hey, there's no people around to fuck with us, so let's go hang around. The fucking radiation entered the, the food boar. chain. Yes. yeah. So, That's the so, story. So they're, they're in, it, radiation's in the boar. See, I liked and it when I used around. to be on this podcast before, because I could look on and stupor and wonder, and now people are going to be like, what the fuck? It's just unbelievable. It's what like, do you think? It's like, but it's like, uh-huh. okay, people were worried about the fish, but I mean, now it's actually like, you're going to have birds and boars and deer. So, and it's, so the it's boar's like food is contaminated. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's how it's getting in, into the, their systems, mm-hmm. through food and water, through uh, their mothers feeding them, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's the whole cycle. Right. Uh, when those pigs die, they're creating radioactive waste. Correct. Mm-hmm. And something's uh, going to eat it. When they shit... You know that that's yep. that's got to be radioactive. Can have radioactive trees. Uh, they're eating. You know, their food supply is the farms of Fukushima. Mm-hmm. So all that shit must be contaminated. Uh, I mean, they're complaining about about these boars doing damage and being a a, a pest that you know it's near impossible. I mean, Texas. We live in Texas, where you can legally. Fly in a helicopter and, and gun these boars. Mm-hmm. hundreds of boars yep. down because so, they're, they're they are I mean, they they breed like rabbits and they also they're, will destroy your property right yeah and also so, I think they said the meat there is a delicacy it's a delicacy but the, the boar, meat the boar meat yes. is oh but okay. they don't do, they don't eat it anymore it has well just even to begin three hundred times yeah. the uh, amount of radiation that is allowed in food okay so they, they're doing pretty bad there yeah, so the fact that they allow some. Yeah, um, bit, and, and in all this time, they they don't shy away from humans. Mm-hmm. So if you get near them, they're going to attack you and put their radiation all up on you. Yep. Once here, will attack you, yeah. but you ain't got to worry about radiation. They're horrible creatures. So what bothers me is the boars are named as the problem in this article. Nothing. Yeah, and, and that's that's <laughs> not the, the radiation. Well, <laughs> or the circumstances. We're just that, here, man. To me, that they are. In the article, they they are said to be the the roadblock to uh, these people re-entering their homes. Mm-hmm. The boars are in the same area as these the radioactive and, yeah. homes mm-hmm. that these people are going to move into and well, become radioactive. radioactive. In, in mm-hmm. 40 years. In 40 years. In 40 years? What do you mean? No, that's that's their plan is to clean it up over the next 40 years. That's that's the, the plan. The, the plant? But yeah. what about everything that's already yes. contaminated? It's it's fucking crazy. Uh, moving on. <laughs> he was a bitchin' looking boar too on the, on yeah, the yeah, photo. Yeah, yeah, Japanese oh, boar. Oh, good, yeah. good tattoo material. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, the article uh, that I'm about to name off uh, is so ridiculous. Uh, WikiLeaks hurts uh-huh. ties to Silicon Valley. Uh, says CIA. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> the CIA is saying that 
Silicon Valley knowing what the CIA has done is going to hurt their relationship. No shit. Uh, Obviously. Um, I don't know what. I mean, what do they want? (laughs) What do they want to happen? Sorry that we we found these. Oh, no, that's cool, man. Sorry Uh, we found your exploits and didn't tell you about them so that we can exploit them for fucking years. And then losing, or not losing, but basically not containing those exploits. So that anybody in the fucking planet that was had access to this can now use the same exploits. Right. So what happens is CIA creates this stuff to get into whatever they want. Uh, it's a skeleton. It's a skeleton key for all yeah. these systems, and maybe China or Russia or North Korea, whoever wants to cyber attack the U.S., can take those systems because they're digital. I mean, anybody can get them eventually. Uh, and use them against Silicon Valley, yes. and you know, pillage, pilfer through all this data that's that could be, you know, uh, I don't know what is the what is the private term for classified? Just, uh, well, it's personal information, if anything, because it's like because uh, my problem with this is it's it's semi hypocritical. It could be used because, for espionage for well, for uh, well, right, industrial but, espionage. But there there are companies like Google and Apple and well not Apple but Google and Samsung who have been like, oh, you want to do this? Yeah, sure, go right on ahead. There are certain Silicon Valley companies that were like not necessarily in cahoots, but were knowingly oh, participating. Yeah. yeah, they were knowingly participating. So now that the cat's out of the proverbial bag in the sense that you know, oh, the CIA's been doing this all along. Some of the companies are like, oh, no, no, no. But then others are like, oh, shucks, they're on to us. So, I mean, they have an own, their own, like, internal struggle to deal with there. I think the biggest thing that scared me about all of that was the fact that, like, that came out and everybody just kind of went, well, yeah, duh. And then, like, the next day it was just like, there was, like, there was no media uproar. There was no Snowden level, like, Oh my God! It was basically just calling your uncle Ted, being like, "You ain't so fucking crazy after all." <laughs> and then they just moved right on ahead, and that was it. It's like next news cycle done. Right. And that was huge. And so it was huge. And one of the things I saw was that they were able to hack cars, mm-hmm. and they suspected that they used this kind of espionage to kill off this reporter, Michael mm-hmm. something Hastings. Michael Hastings, Michael Hastings. Yeah, from yeah. a couple years ago, because uh, he basically. Was going top speed and went somewhere and crashed. And then was going down the going down the street at I think sixty or seventy miles an hour, and then fucking turned right into a tree. That's crazy. And they they were saying basically that that pattern looks like it could have been a cyber attack. And he had some info he was working on about the Obama administration or some shit when it happened. And now they're like, hey, well, guess what? Uh, some things I, I gleaned from this was they had, and I forget the name of the uh, Umbridge, maybe was the program. It is a program that basically leaves a digital footprint that makes it look like you are a Russian or Chinese hacker. Right. Which corresponds with these previous WikiLeaks, and they're like, oh, Russia did it, Russia did it, Russia did it. And I'm like, well, maybe we did it. And we were yeah. acting like Russia did the, it. The PlayStation 3 hack from three years ago. They- yeah. They said that was the Chinese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder, since the FBI said that it wasn't Russia that 
hacked or did had anything to do with Trump. Because they know maybe uh, they were doing. <laughs> it do they, wasn't Russia. Do they have their own intel on what the CIA is doing? They might. They, they might could. have just been saying, "Hey, just don't look any more into this." You leave, know, you leave this yeah. alone for now. Leave this alone. Trust us, it wasn't Russia. <clears throat> and uh, this is only the first part one of a lot of shit that they're going to be dumping. Soon. Oh yeah, they said they have like. 70,000 more files. Yeah, because this was like, like 7,500 and they're like coursing through Dropping it all. Like, yeah. I'm just like, my God. That's crazy. <sighs> and all this other shit, they, I mean, it was stuff where they were, uh, it was called Angel Whisper? No, wait. Weeping Angel, where they could hack your smart TV to make it appear like it was off, but it was recording audio and sending it to a CAA server. Mm-hmm. Without your permission, you just, hey, fuck it. And what we talked about uh, before the show was that the CIA budget for uh, their whole digital espionage stuff, mm-hmm. that budget is higher than the NSA's right now. And it has been for a little little while. Because they got their own shit now. And if you think about what the, the, the NSA facilities have, I mean, there, there's one in, uh, uh, I believe it's Utah or Arizona, uh, and it's massive and all it is 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 servers oh. and it it, it takes like 50,000 gallons of water a day to Jesus. cool it's fucking insane uh, pull up a map look up uh NSA whatever I don't <laughs> they know said using the hackers there. server tools, facility using those hacking tools um over the course of I forgot how long it was they said that these hackers that are employed by the CIA wrote more co- code than it would take to like run Facebook like that's in crazy. a couple of days but they're just like ah uh, so that's our that's our world now and it didn't work so the and- entire <laughs> internet crashed <laughs> you know it's it's really messed up I mean when when the thing happened with Snowden I mean people still didn't they're like eh whatever I don't care if y'all have the technology to, to monitor know. us and not every move like there wasn't a lot of outreach then I think that People don't understand it, so they, they still think it's some kind of tinfoil thing. Yeah. Yeah, and see, I had this conversation with an employee of mine at, at work the other day, because he was like, well, I don't do anything wrong, so why would I care? And it's Do you care about your money? It's, it's because like, there's more, it's more of like the to your banks now. Fourth Amendment aspect, because, and his name was not, but I was like, what if you had a really generic name? Mm-hmm. And what if your really generic name was linked to a pedophile that happened to live in your neighborhood and that pedophile was doing some bad shit and so either the local authorities or the feds started tapping into that guy but instead of getting that guy they started getting you and it turns out that they're looking at him for child pedophile Mm -hmm. nature turns out oh you're doing this over here you're slinging dope out of the back of your house no harm, no foul. You think no one knew, but hey, then lo and behold, they get you for that. They only need a little bit, mm-hmm. and once they do it, they'll blow the door open then, and get you for something. Then your life turns different. into a '90s spy movie. Ta-da! <laughs> and you're being chased by drones. Um, Italian band Soviet Soviet was denied entry into the U.S. and then deported. Uh, they were <laughs> trying to get into Austin to play South by Southwest, and. Whoever whoever it is in charge is like no, well, you're you're called Soviet Soviet. You can't well, come. Well, in. and seeing what was weird was a, like a week before South by South, like last week before this all started, there were a lot of bands that were pulling out of South by Southwest because they were afraid like this stuff was going to happen. 
Oh, and, no shit. Yeah, well, and the thing, I'm going to come off sounding like an asshole because of this, but the thing is, is they were being deported because of the venue in which it was they were playing at and how it was going down. Because, for example, if the three of us were Belgium, 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 and we were from Venezuela, and we came here to play South by Southwest, when you sign your contract, it's going to be like, okay, you're playing Black Cats on Friday for pay. You're going to play a, a mall exec's house for a private party Saturday afternoon, no comp, and then on Sunday we're going to fly you out. If we come here and we try to do anything outside of that itinerary for our own mm-hmm. personal gain, then you have breached the contract. That's why everybody was freaking out. That thing that they got booted for, because they weren't playing any main stage or any main thing at South by Southwest. They were literally going to be doing a quote-unquote fundraiser to where they weren't going to be getting paid, but it was costing the people that walked in the door $25. So that's what raised a red flag, because in their eyes, they were like, this is the one thing that we came to play. Why are we getting in trouble? Turns out that they're like the guy that booked the show and their manager and stuff. They were getting paid, and so since by association, they were like, oh, red flag. And then, mm, yeah. But if you read the article, whoever it was in customs was fucking being an asshole, too. They didn't need to go there with those guys but, and do what they did. Yeah. They basically, if you're playing, if you're playing or working for money, you have to have a work visa. Mm-hmm. And they did not file for a work visa because they're like, hey, it's a free show. We're not going to get paid. So but we they were also it. in the program that where they didn't for this they wouldn't have had to have a work visa. Yeah. That's what the snag oh, okay. was because <laughs> they had the VIPR or whatever it was that uh, the little acronym that says okay you can come here but you can't make a over a certain amount. Of Is money. this a new thing? D- literally this year they've never done this before. That's and what, it, that's it, why it's a, it's were, a South by Southwest policy or government. No, it's no? It, no. What what I think what freaked everybody out was they tweaked. And emphasized a lot of the legalese in the contracts this mm-hmm. year, stating that given the current cli- it literally says like given the current climate, if there are any s- situations that keep you in customs or delay you from playing the mm-hmm. uh, the venues you're supposed to be playing or whatever, then you're subject to this. And then that's what got these guys. Because mm-hmm. if you if for example if we get mm-hmm. hung up in at, at Intercontinental and we're supposed to like go on stage at ten. Mm-hmm. And we're still at Intercontinental at ten thirty. We're in deep shit, yeah, contractually. And this, so that's but everybody was putting it to the Muslim ban and all that stuff. And it just turns out that they're really making sure this year that everybody's legit because, as it turns out, people were flooding Austin, playing a lot of like unsanctioned gigs, mm-hmm. and that's what was causing mm-hmm. the big deal. So they cleaned it up this year by not allowing. <laughs> so they wanted their cut, basically. Pretty so, much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird, weird shit. Um, let's see. Chesterfield, Montana? M.O.? No, Missouri. 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 Uh, Police officer David E. Cerna has been connected with... This is not... This is hilarious, but... Sad. Dark. Yeah. uh, With a heap of sex crimes. Um, The headline was, Cop Blows 60 Men... But there's there's something more. Yes, a hole, yeah, but it was total clickbait. More. It was a clickbait. So uh, this guy basically set up. Um, I don't know. He was on Craigslist. No strings attached mm-hmm. stuff. A on, glory on hole Craig's, situation. Craigslist. Yeah. Yep. Uh, had a glory hole set up in his house, his apartment, and told um, unsuspecting men that he was a woman, and to so, just come over 
and stick their dick in this hole and he sucked them off and sorry mom uh, <laughs> he was thinking that the whole time so I'm he sorry, did that mom. he did that around 60 times but not only did he do at that least but he lured the other age. people yeah un- it was under eight teenagers yeah. mm-hmm. uh, that was the and he would part. he would arrest them and sexually Force abuse them, them. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah, because with when it came to like the glory hole piece, I was like, "Hey, man, whatever gets you off." But then what, with the well, with the, that's he was, fucking he was, creepy. He was, he was recording weird, them so. and putting them on a website. Yeah, because I was yeah. like, and putting it, them on a website that he owned. To get right. The profits yeah. Right. Off. Yeah. Because I was like, it started out like, okay, so the guy's into kink, and then it was just like it got Ooh. worse from there. I was yeah. Like, not only oh, that, but Jesus. he had a he had a a camera in a a bathroom at a gas station. Yeah. Did I read that right? Yes. yes. And he was also putting that on the internet. Yeah, was it also a thing? I, I don't know if I read that right. He was, he would. If we had a sick fuck of the week, it would, yes, be, that that guy. would be that guy. Like but he was don't. doing traffic. But those stops. brothers would be tied for a concert. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> he was doing traffic stops for teenagers, and then going to their house and scoping out their rooms. Right, and then putting a camera there. I guess. Jesus. Um, I, that was I kind of unclear that. because yeah, they said that one the one kid basically. Is now scarred for life and always thinks that yeah, he's, so he's being always watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, can't sleep alone and all that shit. Yeah. Well, that'll help later in life. Fucking nuts. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Valerie McDonald and Leon Jacob are in trouble. Uh-oh, what did they do? Uh, they tried to hire a hitman for $10,000 to kill their exes. That's cheap. This is Mutual. a, this really is a cheap. story as old as time. But it's so cheap. I mean, <laughs> ten grand. That's five grand for a both. Piece. No, but that should be your first clue. If someone says yes to ten grand, you go, hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, yeah, hold on. yeah, red flag. No, I need to remind you that for eight hundred dollars, this guy oh, would, yeah. would smell Couch so man. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't smell it. I would breathe. I've it. got yes, forty dollars on me. If we're still going to be doing that. So, <laughs> what, what's the what's the catch? <laughs> the exam. Oh, I'm no, like Captain no, no, Callback. No, no. That was only like two episodes ago. Come on. <laughs> hey, man, come on. <laughs> Anytime These money's involved from now on, I'm going <laughs> to let them know <laughs> what you will do for $800. I'm like the guy on PBS. It's like I'm getting my bag and my coat. So it was, yeah, it was People off. wouldn't even donate to see someone scalped. <laughs> <laughs> Who, uh, yeah, who's now got his hair cut. He so, got his hair cut. So um, they, they approached an uh, so, undercover cop. So you know? the, the woman that tried to hire this guy is uh the owner of of, of montrose vet clinic yes and uh she's an her, actual her veterinarian boyfriend. there she's a she was the lead yeah, yeah i've, I've been there vet. a couple yeah. times with a, a friend that work used does or did work there i don't i haven't kept touch lately but uh I it's crazy people are fucking nuts love makes you do stupid shit so yeah she she her or husband she, they whatever. shared a daughter and he didn't. She didn't want him in the picture, and then the dude was having issues with his ex and didn't want her in the picture. Like, hey, with our powers combined, <laughs> with our bank accounts and combined, our, and, and ten thousand dollars. That's so weird, man. Uh, what else we got? Ethiopian trash landslide That's kills that. fifty. Yeah, that was a bummer. Wait, why do I? Why does it say in India? Am I retarded? Because you wrote it down that way. I I am a dumb dumb Somalia. Uh, and did you hear the reason Isn't that why? Ethiopia, <laughs> not Somalia. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just spouting off random. Isn't it Ethiopia, I South Jersey? So. I don't know. But I thought what was weird about that story was the fact that the whole reason why it started was because someone went and started dumping on it again. Like they had some kind of like oh treaty to where it was like 
we won't dump here. Y'all can just continue to live around this filth and disgustingness. We and, won't dump. And then yeah. they started dumping again. That made everything they're, fall. They're like protesting it was a, another dump site. So right. like, you can't dump here. Yeah. So it was like a big, gigantic game of like shit Jenga that they lost. <laughs> and it just, <laughs> Jesus Christ, just fell. Sorry. That's okay. Sound shit down, Jenga. Man. <laughs> uh, what a way to go. I know. You're just trying. You're probably you suffoc- trying. You suffocated. I yeah. guarantee you. There wasn't like a. They, they rescued forty-seven bon- yeah, people. Bonk no, on the head. forty-seven already dead, mm-hmm. and they, they expect the number to it was rise. It's predominantly women and children. That's <sighs> crazy. Cray cray. Um, well, it's crazy that people living in that type a landfill. Of, yeah, that type. That of people situation. that that's where they're at, and their meat. Their the way that they get fed is digging through trash to find stuff. And I come and home it, from yeah. work and get mad because my. New dog pissed on the floor. I'm like, I'm such a horrible new person. dog. Meet meets old carpet. <laughs> uh, last story. Uh, researchers successfully bring back a 15 year old, 1500 year extinct tree. Yeah, that yes. one was actually pretty Which, interesting. It just looked like another palm tree to me, but I'm, you no, read the I'm no botanist. It was eradicated in 500 AD. Yeah, which give was 1500 years ago, yeah, right? Give it some respect. Well, I mean. I wasn't there. The uh, well, <laughs> Picture well, didn't happen. I wasn't the there to Romans, enjoy the The shade. Romans were like, fuck this tree, right? The Romans were like, fuck this tree, so that they like... So they, they literally on. tried to fuck it. Yes, the yes. Semen the semen killed the soil. So somebody somebody found a, a, a jar that had seeds in it. Yes. From this time period in 500 AD. And they're like, ah, oh, this is bullshit. And they went to go toss it aside. And then some botanist was like, but wait. Them yeah. there's magic beans. <laughs> and it grows dates and it, it's working. That's awesome. It's growing. That's uh, that gives you hope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, else, the okay. animals might die off, but uh, at least we we'll had get, a story. We'll get a date. Oh. Tree. Uh, one that you might have skimmed over. Nope. Yes. Nope. No? Nope. Oh. Tin foil. Tin foil. Oh. Okay. He did the old shifty change. <laughs> this is a live show, folks. It is. Uh how about some murder and mayhem? Oh. Are you ready? Sounds good to Here me. Here we go. You're like, oh shit. Chris, you got this one. <laughs> Standing in for Brennan. Welcome tonight. to the show, buddy. How's it going there? Nice ice. Uh, okay, so the one I'm going to go over tonight, uh, in the spirit of Brennan, it's going to be a murder. So, because I couldn't think of much mayhem. So, and plus, my dad was a homicide captain, so I just had to go tap him for some stuff. And I had no idea, but this is the Lovers Lane killer of 1990, so it's actually not even that old. And it's already, um, my dad was explaining to me that this is like legendary status as far as Houston's concerned. Mm-hmm. They they go to the point of like uh, anybody who joins the squad on the um, uh, homicide desk. This is like two banker boxes worth of stuff that they are free to go and peruse through at any time. Oh, no shit. It's still ongoing now, and they've actually had evidence as early as 2013 resurfaced. Mm. But to give you a little history of it, there's a Cheryl Henry and uh, Andy Atkinson back in 1990. Uh, she was 22, he was 21. You go, man, older women. Uh, they were going out on a date, and at the time, it was in an undeveloped part of uh, West Houston, which actually is now, like, it's Kirkwood and uh, I-10. So that's right in knee-deep in the energy corridor. Mm-hmm. But apparently back in the 90s, when I was living in Pasadena, it uh, was just undeveloped woods. <clears throat> so 
she had worked at um uh there was a, a place called Bayou Mama's nightclub and uh they had all met up there after work and she being uh Cheryl uh met this guy through her sister and a mutual friend or whatever mm-hmm. so there was a double date situation going on and what happened was after they left Bayou Mama's they went to another place called like it's either Gigi's or Kiki's I'm not going to reference cuz it'll throw me off but they had gone to this other club and everybody had gotten a little sloshed and so everybody was parting their ways and so apparently this area off of Kirkwood that was undeveloped at the time uh it was known for like I loved it cuz it tells you how old the the article is is that's where they used to go for necking all right. So, apparently, this Sexy. is yeah. So that's what Cheryl and uh, Andy did was after they parted ways. After it was Gigi's, now that I think of it, uh, <clears throat> Gigi's over off of Woodway. They headed out that way to go do some necking and have some alone time before they had to go home. But the thing is, is neither one of them ever went home mm-hmm. because Cheryl's sister reported her missing the next day, as did uh, Andy's parents because she had just recently moved out and he had just graduated from South Carolina and. Um, he had uh, taken up residence back with his parents, but he mm-hmm. never came back home. Neither did she. So the HPD had to give it a couple of days because being consenting adults, mm-hmm. they have to give anywhere from, uh, my dad said at the time, anywhere from 12 to 24 hours. Now, unless you're under the age of 13, it can be up to 72. Mm-hmm. So what had happened was no one ever found them. And so like two weeks later, there was nothing. No one heard in anything at all nothing and then lo and behold like it always happens someone who lived in the area back further south of i-10 because all of this is south of i-10 and inwards of what is the beltway now they um they were jogging and they literally stumbled upon cheryl because the way cheryl was found was she was found naked in the woods naked naked in the woods and and here's the weird thing she was covered in two by fours Mm mm-hmm from head to toe, just completely covered in two by fours as if they had intentionally just gone and found some t- And bear in mind, this would be like going like five miles into an undeveloped area and just stumbling upon nicely stacked two by fours that had just been purchased from Lowe's or mm-hmm. Home Depot. So it was very out of place. So she stumbled upon this, the wood and moved it out of the way and found a nearly decapitated naked woman with bruising all over herself. So they brought dogs out and... Uh, after discovering her, they, they brought dogs out and, and Andy was found tied to a tree, you know, like they do in the movies. They went and stuck his hands behind his back, tied his hands together and then tied him around the tree and had, had him seated. And they had slit his throat to the point that he was almost decapitated. And he was about 250 yards from her. And, uh, at the time, uh, you know, DNA was shoddy. So they found DNA inside of her and all over her. Uh, they didn't find any DNA on him, and post-mortem tests that were done showed that Andy was killed about two and a half hours after she was. So he likely had to watch everything that happened to her. Mm. Um, so then fast forward, you know, months and months and months and months, uh, there was a railway killer by the name of uh, Leandro Aguilar, who uh, was convicted and found uh, guilty of murder in, like, three different counties and four different cities all over mm-hmm. the state of Texas. So at that time when they had him, they immediately tested his DNA against what was found on her and it didn't match. Mm. And so that's what really set everything like reeling because they thought they had it because proximity wise, he had, he'd done like three murders in Houston, one in Conroe, 
one up in the woodlands and then one like out towards Beaumont. So they thought that they had it because there were similarities, mm -hmm. but it wasn't him. And so the thing is, is my dad, he retired from the force in 1999 and uh, he had the day that he retired and then Bellick, the, the guy who's in some of the articles that I sent you guys, mm -hmm. uh, he retired in 2003 and they thought they had something in 99, 2000, but that's right. Is like all of that shit that happened at the, um, the, the DNA lab, mm -hmm. all the way where they oh, were trying to push shit. all those. Yeah. I they, forgot about yeah, that. That's, that was, they thought they were onto something because, and here the viewers obviously can't see, but the sketch, the sketch is from, uh, 2004. True. So, Okay, sure. If anybody has seen this man, <laughs> that guy, which I mean, no offense or anything, that's what I looked at like about nine thirty this morning. <laughs> <laughs> fucking horrible sketch. It's like white dude. So you know. But anyway, um, one of the things that happened was the DNA. Looks like Gregory Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like that dude from uh, Game of Thrones. Which one? That whole show's nothing but white people. Oh, you're right. Um... <laughs> The one that tortures and murders people. The one that's now playing Hitler. In no, 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 no. He, he was also in the uh, uh, Dark Knight Returns. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about crazy cat, crazy yeah. looking cat. Like he so, looks like. Yeah. So the crazy thing with this is, is two of the samples that were taken off of her were two of were two of many of the hundreds of samples that were compromised in the the DNA lab. Mm -hmm. So now what they're having to do is they're actually going in. And they're taking strands of the DNA because the new DNA lab is up. It's actually like two blocks right from where I work in the med center. And what they can do is they do DNA fabrication where they basically replicate the the highest strands that are present. And they try to then marry it with pre-existing DNA samples. So it's basically kind of like the way he's explained to me, he was saying, it's like when you get a partial print, they, they know enough of patterns. Like to where they, they can mirror it or yeah. flesh it out enough to make it determined. But the thing is, is it's still not pinging for anybody. So like they fill in frog DNA to create dinosaurs. Right. Yeah. And he gotcha. said, the problem is, is in all likelihood. Thanks sci-fi. I can understand <laughs> things now. I was going to mention Jurassic Park, but <laughs> spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. Oh, damn. Oops. Yeah. So I thought that was really fascinating because still to this day, it hasn't been. And now the thing is, is the sister of Cheryl and, uh, the guy's parents are really, really, really trying to push the new DNA initiatives with mm -hmm. all of what the, because now the sheriff's department's getting involved because they don't feel HPD can do anything. I feel it's, it's in regards to the HPD, it's getting to be the point, it's past a cold case and maybe a dead case. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to get, they're trying <clears throat> to get with the but new But it's sheriff. a murder and DNA will stay on file for every, forever. As long, so as, it's, as, long to, as it's maintained. So they'll right. be able to cross-reference anything. Mm -hmm. Their fear comes, is whoever did in. this didn't have a, a criminal past that that's, that's oh, they their cross concern. Against. Yeah. Cause they can't cross it against anything. So that that's their fear. And wasn't there a, um, aren't they taking DNA at birth now? Oh, that I don't have any idea. Jesus. That's scary. They put you in a file. We're not, we're not on tinfoil yet, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. It's uh, that those. Okay. So like I saw in 2003, people. didn't they, there was a letter that came in that said like oh. to a news organization that yeah, said basically, I have the info. Give me a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and the thing is, is and it's not in that article or whatever. And I was talking to my dad about that, and they said they could never find the originator of that letter, mm -hmm. and that that it was typed, and so there was no way for them at the time to determine like the authenticity of yeah. it because the letter he kept baiting the police. But you know, it happens in movies all the time. It's like, oh, how he would have known that we didn't sell, we didn't say that to the press. 
There was mm-hmm. nothing. There was no location given. There was they, he the person who wrote the letter didn't know the uh, specifications of the bodies or how they were left or anything because the the two by four in the tree that was all public. That was actually uh, Wayne Dolcefino did a an expose on thirteen at the time about it. So that was very 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 well known because he was painting the the police in a bad light, basically saying like y'all can't solve shit. So that was mm. extremely public. So and it came out after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Good old so still life in life in the big city. <laughs> Almost 18 years later, and they still haven't. And the, th- the yeah. sad thing is, is like you said, this is one of hundreds of cases. This isn't re- the 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 brutalness of this is what makes it stand mm-hmm. out because right. Houston had never really, you know, seen this. I mean, in '90 they'd seen it back in the '50s and '60s, but it nothing like this brutal because now it's mainly just homicides and nothing this thought out and that's what yeah. creeped everyone out well thanks chris now I'll have trouble sleeping tonight <laughs> bringing you down god damn um we got any friend questions let me check let's check Yo. no we ain't got shit <laughs> <laughs> hold on hold on hold on, hold on. Okay. Okay. yes short, we do that was a short one yes I got we one. do oh okay you go first my question is, does this podcast have a set time each week? Um, Ooh. And it said, I had questions I wanted to ask, but the last couple of times I haven't seen the notice until after we went up. I would, Interesting. I would say over the past month, we've been getting more... Um, 6.30 on Mondays? More seven. regular. 7 o'clock. So 7 o'clock, seven o'clock on Mondays okay. or Tuesdays. Uh, that's... Usually when we record, that Depends that on who's available and when. So, yes. But... We normally go on no later than Tuesday for the week, unless yeah. it's an emergency. <laughs> can, you do, but, uh, can you do one a week? Right? Yeah, one oh, a week. Okay. Um, and what would you say, like, maybe blast out the day of, like, morning of, like, hey, we're going on tonight at Blah, and then just keep yeah, plastering. Because uh, I thought about doing that, but none of my friends know you guys. I've had, a, I've had a busy day, and I forgot to do it until I saw that you posted. I was like, oh, crap. I, was I tagged you, so it yeah. should have been on. Well, yeah, but I mean, anyway, this that was is inside six, baseball. Yeah. How about an actual friend question? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thomas Dieter, friend of the show, Uh-oh. asks, Wolverine being out, should I keep my Wolverine sideburns? <laughs> yes, the hard-hitting questions. Um, being out? Yes. Why is he out? The no? movie. The movie, oh, uh, Logan. Oh, Logan. yeah. I fucking ruined that for someone on Facebook the other day, apparently. So. Well, I posted Thomas Dieter has full mutton chops right now. And he's wondering if he should shave them or keep them. How much hair does he have going on here? Full head of hair. Yeah, go for it. Based, that's awesome. Based on the uh, success but, or failure of Logan? But he often wears comic book related shirts. He wanna, is, he, that, uh, is, is that a little too conspicuous? As long as he doesn't wear like the actual one that looks like Wolverine's old X-Men yellow brown and yellow tunic. As long as he doesn't yeah. walk around with a cigar and some, uh, some fake claws. Yeah. 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 He'll be okay. That's what I said. Yeah. It's just <laughs> facial hair. It grows back. For those that can grow it, I wouldn't have a fucking clue. Maybe we should like all, this guy in his porno stash. We should all go I've seen the it. evolution of this guy's facial hair. Yeah. And his still head is, hair. Yes. Yeah, he's so. epic. And then Brennan looking like a goddamn lu- Brennan looks like a goddamn lumberjack. Oh <laughs> uh, I think he'll be taking that as a compliment. I would. <laughs> I can't grow facial hair. That's badass. Uh, how about a tenfold tirade? Yeah. Yes. Excellent friend questions. UFOs. Sleep.
Tinfall Tirade, as well as the show, is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Make your custom button design a reality. Uh, Lone Star Buttons offers different sizes and shapes. They do. They also do magnets, uh, two and a quarter inch cook mirrors, and bottle openers. Um, they offer great prices. Mention Revenge of the World and get some buttons thrown in for free. Uh, you can email info at LoneStarButtons.com for pricing and availability or whatever the fuck. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, or you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, at 281-798-1996. Tell him we sent you <laughs> and that you'll suck on his hair. You want to suck on his hairy tits. That's what I wait for every week. As my uh, eight-year-old son listens to the podcast, he wanted to know, why would you pour Coke on mirrors? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was, that was, don't that was, let your little kid listen to this was, podcast. Like, What's wrong with you? Man, that was a hard one. To uh, we're also brought to you by Jessica Martinez, agent of insurance. Uh, you can call Jessica at 713-298-1985. She can quote you on home, renters, life, or auto insurance. Uh, let her try and save you some cash. Balls. So... Jesus Christ, I lost my place. This is the worst. <laughs> Chris, you bring chaos with you. The Just fuck, kidding. man? Uh, hey, no, he's, this... he's brought a constant stream since yeah, we that's... started. Good job, man. What's nope. your net worth? AT&T. What's, okay. your, what's your net worth? Oh, no. That's what no, I heard. No, no. That's what I'm, I heard I'm you at, say. I'm at... Uh... What's your net worth, white man? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm at T-Mobile. That's probably why I get shit I'm thinking here. about going Verizon, but I don't know. Uh, let's see. Tonight's tinfoil tirade is who sent this article? Uh, I don't know which one. You're upgrading gonna... judges with AI. Oh yeah, systems. that was me. Yeah, yeah, I sent that. Um, one. so they're trying to. What What's the main goal? <clears throat> the what I gleaned out of it was it's not going. They're not AI is not going to replace judges. Right. What's going to happen is currently now in. The United States and all over the world, because the United States is kind of up here where the rest of the world's down here, we still take too long, and there is too much subjectivity in ruling mm -hmm. because of the way that laws can be interpreted. So what they're planning on doing is having AI supplement and assist in the ruling process by generating a AI that can basically articulate algorithms that will be able to... I don't know if it's going to come up on a computer screen, if there's going to be verbal, you know, cues given in an ear or something to where if a court case is referenced in a trial, instead of that, jo that judge either one playing it off like he knows it off the top of his head, and then when they convene mm -hmm. at the end of the day, he goes home and reads about it because he can tell that that's the way that the prosecution is going. Mm -hmm. It can reference it right then and there <clears throat> because what can happen is... <clears throat> prosecutions and defenses can tie up juries and judges mm -hmm. notoriously in frivolous dumb shit see oj simpson um to where they'll they'll try to get a straw man argument by taking a certain component out of one ruling and then you know using it to tie together a major component of another you know blah v blah and what this is going to do is streamline all of that and, and 
cut away the bullshit. So they're streamlining a system to get more people in prison. I saw faster. I, I don't know if it's Minority Reportish because it's more. It after, seems that way. It's after the fact. I, I was reading it was assisting them with um, somebody gets arrested for something. Uh, the judge has to make a ruling whether or not they should spend the time pre-trial in a jail or at or home. Or at home, yes. And it, it's uh, one of the applications was to find out whether or not they're more more or less likely, based on several factors, to uh, commit a crime uh, while being released. And they were saying that this AI could, could uh, reduce the population that's in jail that don't need to be in jail because they're not an actual risk of doing something by 40%. And then uh, on the other flip side, it's going to help them determine, like like I said, somebody who they think is going to be uh, violent and commit another crime while waiting for trial. Or a flight risk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll keep them in jail. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to do it with subjectivity because the issue at hand is the fact that, and everybody knows profile. it. Yeah. Right. If I go in and I sit down... And I look at the judge, and in the state of Texas, 87% of all judges are Caucasian males. Mm-hmm. So good luck with that. I'm going to get a much more understanding or quote-unquote lenient ruling than someone who may be of a different you know, ethnic background. Right. So they they, they got to take the facts for the facts. That's what it's trying to do. Is yeah, I think a, the factors are age. Mm-hmm. Age, uh, so ra- Yeah, so age race is completely... Uh, eradicated from the they equation. don't even they don't even take it into consideration so let's draw this out into the future okay and see where this is gonna go would you say maybe cryogenically freezing people in prisons to where <laughs> just wow. Wow. <laughs> wow that went left. you can't commit no crimes because you're frozen <laughs> yeah no uh would you okay no. would, would you if you got arrested for something, want to be frozen until they're like, "Oh no, wait, he did. He totally didn't do it." Okay, so no. Okay, if you're but, wrongfully accused, and then now you wake up, I all your I all, can't clear my name if I'm not out on court the court system so slow. Your entire fucking family's gone. It's thirty years later, and they're like, "Oh no, wait. Well, D- DNA evidence, this new DNA that we have, it cleared you, so you're good to go." And then you wake up, and you're like, "Why?" And then everybody's gone, and you commit suicide. Well, I would even yeah, maybe go up, <laughs> go in the other direction of like where we were headed to begin with was shoot into the future like fifty years to where somebody pulls up some bullshit. No, no, no. Oh. All courts as we know it now, regardless of what you're guilty or accused or mm-hmm. accused of, are basically like traffic court mm-hmm. to where you don't actually go stand in front of a judge in person. You stand in front of a screen because you can do that now because he's like in some closed circuit, you know, like down the hall or mm-hmm. in a whole another building downtown. But now instead, it'll be like a facsimile of what could be a person or it could just be faceless. And it's going to you just have to read everything. You talk to it. You tell it what you did. Your defending attorney will talk to it. Tell it what you did. The prosecutor will talk to it. Tell you what. Tell you. you convene, come back after break. And it's like, OK, this is what I got. Boom. There you go. It's the taco. It's the Taco Bell. It's the Taco Bell of court. Because that's what I think. If you combine that kind of system with. Vault 7. Yeah. Yeah. Hacking. Somebody that has a vendetta against you, be it the state or whoever is in charge, just fucking manufacture some some bullshit. You stole a sandwich. Mm -hmm. Gas chamber. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, Jesus. All ruins so scary. Fine. Dime bag of pot. <laughs> Life in prison. No, oh, no. Man. Yeah. Change the name from the people's court to the robot's court. The robot's court. Uh... <laughs> I don't know, man. That's fucking scary. The potential is scary. is scary, but I mean, it's, I mean, even a lot of the tinfoil stuff that y'all have been doing for a while now, it's like, we've gotten to the point now to where, you know, I was explaining to my son the other day, we saw that they're taking a pig embryo and a human embryo, putting them together. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, why would you do that? That's gross. Just because you I, can't. And, well, there's that aspect. <laughs> pig man, <laughs> why not? <laughs> boar man, but, but, man pigs, razor, but, razor boar man. I mean, yeah, it's hard to explain to a little kid that at the end of the day, it's all about money mm-hmm. and technology. But I was like, well, just think about it. You know, if if it could support limbs and and you know, you needed a liver, you could yeah. harvest a liver out of that right. thing, and then boom, you're good to go. And he was like, oh, but it's scary because you it's, let your kid listen to this podcast right in passing. <laughs> my daughter, my daughter likes it more than he does, and she's only six. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that's our core audience. <laughs> Elementary school kids. Jesus Christ. So you guys got anything before we shut this puppet down? Anything you want to promote? Uh I am blank this week. You're um, blank. I am blank. I'm shooting blanks. Um oh. why don't you plug Renee's show again? Oh yes, if, yes, yes, yes. If you still have the time and you're you want to give your peepers a treat, you go down to the art palace. On Main Street, and he he has an exhibit out there. I think it's like thirteen twelve. Don't quote me on that. Thirty four twelve. It's called the Art Something Palace. 12. There is a, apparently I, I should have walked through the rest of it. The the um, building that he's in. There's the two rooms uh, where it, he was showing, and then right next door was another art gallery. And right next door to him on the other side was another art gallery. And I, I don't know what they were named, but uh, you can just chill out for a couple hours and watch. Look at some stuff. Um, and if I was a rich man, I actually don't know how much Renee prices his stuff. I think it's like five bucks or something yes. like that. Yes. I would be like, I'll take it all. Uh, I, I kind of do want to uh, get him to do a portrait of my family in that style. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, Crystal was not on board with that. Why would you crumble she was it scared. up? No, well, I'm blind. <laughs> Yeah, well, just everything's distorted, but I think that looks really cool. Yeah, was that that one that you posted on Facebook? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the face that was, that was yeah. really neat. Okay, yeah, he he's doing some good stuff. I mean, every there was nothing in the pin strokes like it um, oozed confidence. I don't know how to explain it, but like mm. every line had a purpose. There was nothing that looked like it was all fu- I fucked up. Like everything looked like it was meant to be there, and he did it exactly mm. in one take. You know, yeah, it was neat. Renee's jam is experimentation, so yeah, uh, everything he does is pretty confident looking. He fucking goes for it. Uh, so if anybody wants to do anything with the show other than listen to it, go <laughs> check out revengeoftheworld.com. I gotta pay the bill on that website because uh, it's, it's almost up. <laughs> I don't know if I should say that publicly. Uh, <laughs> Squarespace, goddamn, fault seven. Um, <laughs> Thanks for listening. Go do something with your life. And check this shit out, because it's funny. I'm a lover, and that's why I'm a fighter. I'm Alex Jones in Austin, Texas. I'm just an average fighting Texan. I'm a man. I'm a Canadian. I am a Christian. I'm a Jew. I'm friendly. I'm nice. I'm a white guy. I'm ready to kill. I'm a primitive. I'm like a raccoon in the garage. I basically am a fraud. I'm for real.
I'm a policy wonk. I'm a patriot. I am 1776. I'm a liberal. <laughs> I'm here to date your six-year-old. I am twisted. I am wicked. I am weak. I'm part of this planet. I'm kind of like an eyeball or maybe a tooth. I'm somebody that didn't even used to cry at my grandparents' funerals. I'm a little chicken-neck bastard. I'm a coward like you. I'm a Nelly. Uh. I'm getting back into weightlifting. I'm going somewhere. I'm going to be somebody. I'm a Marine Corps. I'm under chemical and biological attack. I'm pissed. I'm red-blooded and I hate murderers. I'm evil. I'm like a mother who can pick a car up off their baby because it's screaming and begging for help. I'm a reptoid clone of John Wayne uh, and Elvis. <laughs> I'm in a scientific matrix grid in the early phases of being inserted into an extermination system. I'm a pioneer. I'm an explorer. I'm animated. I'm a throwback. I'm here. I'm setting fires everywhere. I'm not an open-minded person. <laughs> Thank you, Bill Hicks. I mean, Alex Jones. Oh, man. Thank you, Super Deluxe, for the video. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Good night. Good night.